Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. setting up for the show we've got evangelist victor mravlag coming up here in just a minute and we're going to have the demon hotline hello there hey hello there brother victor how you doing today tonight fantastic how are you hey i'm doing pretty good especially since uh, we were able to catch an escaped dog did i tell you oh. the story so we have yeah. a uh, we have a Bazinji who's four years old. He's been a eunuch for the Lord, never had relations. And uh, my wife surprised me. She got with a girlfriend, and they did an arranged dog marriage. Have you ever heard of that? So, well, mating, sure, but not a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they become one flesh, as far as I'm concerned, they're married. So yeah. uh, her friend brought over a Your dog. Your show will go dog, live in five seconds. And four, uh, we put her in this three, big pen. Two. One. Where our dog lives. Uh-huh. And uh, went to bed last night, got up this morning, the dog had escaped. Oh, he he wanted more. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I think she wanted to go home for Mama. She wasn't ready to get married. But uh, what are you going to do? It's our friend's dog. The dog's gone. I went walking down the street, couldn't find it. Told my wife. She jumped in the car this morning, went looking for it. And then I remembered I can pray. And I prayed and asked God to loose the angels. I remember when Worley talking about this. And yes. find this dog. And I was like, oh, God, help us. What are we going to say to the owner? The dog's gone. And it was like I had a prompting of the Holy Spirit. I know it was that. Something said, go outside now. And my spirit, man. And Brother Victor, I literally walked outside, and there was the dog. Now, No kidding. It would be about a good half hour before we would catch this dog. This thing ran like grease lightning, and it would nip at you if you tried to grab it. Uh-huh. It dashed off down the street, and I'm thinking, I've got the baby. Jemima, she's sleeping. Mama's <laughs> off, and i got to do a show in one hour, the Demon Hotline with Brother Victor. 
God help us. But first miracle happened. Then wife comes back. I motioned her down, and I said, the dog's down there at the end of the cul-de-sac. And uh, we had four of us out there trying to run and chase it, ran into a, a neighbor's uh, front yard. I went in there and uh, grabbed it by the nape of the neck and uh, carried it off like a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and tied it up, I hope. <laughs> it's sitting in the cage right now. And I told Mama Narita, call the owner. She better come and get that yep. dog because um, God helped us one time. We don't want to be foolish and uh, throw back in that pen and get out again. again. Oh. But I praise God today. That's really a miracle for me because he sent the angels and grabbed that dog. Listen, that dog could have been Amen. two miles down the road. And uh, praise the Lord. And you know, it's good to listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit said, mm-hmm. go out now. And Amen. I'm glad I listened. And I went out there and bam, there it was. So praise God. I want to give that little praise report tonight. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, everybody, we're right on time. I've got everything set up, and uh, we're excited to be back for another episode of the Demon Hotline with Evangelist Victor Mravlag. Every Friday we can. We're here for you, 8 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we want to encourage you uh, to get somebody to tune in right now. You can send them over to the website. There's a couple ways to listen once you get there, omegamanradio.com. You can listen from MixLR, from the website. We've got a new way now you can listen called IceCast. Just go to my website to see the player. Or you can have someone just listen by phone. Same way you'll call in after the message for prayer at our new number, 515-602-9734. I'll give that out again later, and I'm going to put it in the chat room now. 515-602-9734. So after the message... Anybody that needs prayer, if you need deliverance, you're being tormented, harassed, and driven by an evil spirit. I know there's out there people that need help tonight. This is your opportunity. If you need other prayer, you can call in too, and uh, we'll welcome it. And so with that, uh, Brother Victor, you want to open us in prayer, and the mic is yours. Absolutely. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come into your holy presence tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for another day, Lord, you've given us. This was the day. This is the day of the Lord. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, you know our needs. You know our struggles. You know our trials, our tribulations. You know the sins that so easily beset us, Lord God, and we ask you to set us free. You know everyone that's listening or will listen, that, Lord, your word would go forth, that you would be exalted, you would be glorified, that I must decrease as a servant slave, simple servant slave, and you must increase. Let your will be done on earth through this message as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into any temptations, Lord, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine or yours is the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. uh, Amen. Praise the Lord. It's good to be here again. I consider it a privilege anytime I open up the Word of God that God would use a wretch like me. 
My name is Victor Moravleg. If you can contact me at my cell phone, 610-972-3423. And that's the way to contact me. Contact me direct through a text, and I'll follow up with a call. If you can't text, call me, and I'll see if I can talk to you. But praise the Lord. It's good to be here. Another day that the Lord has made. Like I said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it's the power of God to salvation to those who believe. We shouldn't be ashamed of anything about the word of God. We should not be ashamed to express how much we love Jesus. We don't put our treasure or our lamp under a bushel. We don't put our salt in a place where it's going to grow Stale, salt is good for savoring, good for, good for food, but if it's lost its savor, if it's lost its potency, what good is it? You and I, brothers and sisters, are witnesses to the miraculous power of Jesus Christ because you and I have been saved from our sins, from the world. However God did it, however the Lord led you to come to him, he chose you before the foundation of the world to be light, excuse me, to be light of the world. Tonight's message title is The Kingdom of God Suffers Violence. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 11, verse 7. Matthew was an eyewitness he was a disciple and an apostle. The other two Gospels, Luke, Mark and Luke, were written by disciples of disciples. They were second generation who had first-hand privilege to the knowledge that they left for us. But Matthew was there. All right, chapter 11, verse 7. And as they departed, they began to say to the multitudes concerning John, John the Baptist speaking of, What went you out into the wilderness to see, a reed shaken with the wind? But what went you out to see, a man clothed in soft clothing? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went you out to see, a prophet? Yea, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it was written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before you. See, John fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies of Elijah coming to make straight the way of the Lord. To make straight the way of the Lord. John the Baptist was the prophesied Elijah would come first. Not Elijah himself, but the spirit of Elijah. Just like Elijah passed on his mantle to Elijah, a double portion. And that same spirit was given to John the Baptist. Verse 11. 
Verily I say to you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Greater. See, born of women, there was not a greater prophet because uh, John the Baptist was born by a miraculous event similar to Abraham and Sarah, his mother Elizabeth and Zechariah were of old age and a miraculous birth. And they called him John. But he was filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb. That's why no one else is born from the womb is greater than he. Because he had the Holy Spirit as a child. The Spirit was upon him. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. That's the main scripture of tonight. The violent take it by force. Why? Why must the kingdom of God be taken by force? The simple answer is that Satan doesn't give up easily. It's not the kingdom of God, the third heaven, because the kingdom of the third heaven where God dwells is under his will, complete. Satan was cast out. But there's three, there's three heavens. There's three heavens. Third heaven where God dwells. Second heaven where Satan dwells. And the first heaven where we dwell, what we see. And we get that from Paul talking about a prophecy when he talked about a man that went to heaven. And he went to third heaven. So if he went to third heaven where God dwells, obviously there's a first and a second. So second heaven suffers violence. The violent take it by force. Was there something wrong? Something was certainly wrong. Satan's kingdom suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. We must become violent in our walk with Jesus Christ, casting down strongholds and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We must violently take the kingdom of God from Satan. The kingdom of God is within us, Jesus said. He says they'll come in the last days and they'll say, oh, he's over there, he's over there, he's over there. Jesus is over there. Jesus don't don't follow him. Because the kingdom of God is within us. That we have authority over all the power of the enemy that attacks us, afflicts us, torments us, harasses us. The sins that so easily beset us. We have authority and power over the kingdom of Satan. And that kingdom is inside each and every one of us. It says in 2 Corinthians 10.4. Oh no, it's not that scripture. It says in Corinthians 4.20. That the, the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. 
You see, Jesus went about preaching the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Repentance brings the kingdom of God over the authority of the kingdom of Satan in each individual life. Personally, we are set free by the power of Jesus Christ when we repent of our sins and cast down the strongholds that are ruling our lives. Or we cast them out or get prayer for those areas. You see, we don't walk according to the flesh and the desires of the flesh. We're to walk according to the spirit. But carnal man, we were born in carnality. We were born in the flesh. We were born in a life where we experienced life and uh, grew up with sin. Sins of uh, the world around us. From our parents, friends, neighbors, schoolmates, whatever the case may be. We were grown according to the world, and that world has to be taken out of us. And we have to do it by force. we got to remove the, 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 the loose tongue that curses. We've got to remove, cut out the eye. It, it cut out the eye, the roving eye, the sexual eye. If our eye sins against us, we've got to tear it out. We've got to overcome our flesh, Jesus is saying. When did this happen? When did the kingdom of God suffer violence? Well, right there, since the days of John the Baptist. So John the Baptist, Elijah, came upon the scene. And he was preaching the repentance of baptism. For the remission of sins, that people were confessing their sins, coming out to John and being baptized in water. They used to have to wait once a year and go to Jerusalem and go to the temple and provide a lamb or a goat. Or if you couldn't afford that, you'd bring turtle doves. God made a way once a year. But John was preaching a new message. And the Pharisees came out, the Sadducees came out, the scribes came out, the Herodians came out. And they all said, why are you doing this, John? Are you Elijah? He said, no, I'm not. Are you a prophet? He says, I indeed baptize you with water. But there's one among you that is mightier than I. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And that's in... Matthew 3, 12, 11, for those taking notes. See, the kingdom of God had come. And the Jewish nation did not want to give up their worldly kingdom. A spiritual kingdom had come. And the priests and the Pharisees didn't want to give up their power and their authority. They didn't want another message. They didn't want the Messiah, and they crucified him when Jesus came. They were jealous. They were envious. Well, the kingdom of God is inside of us, and we need to learn to do the battle and establish God's kingdom over the kingdom of our flesh, the carnal man, the old man, the strong man, Jesus calls him. The same thing. See, we all have an old man. We all have a strong man. 
and we need to bind that strong man, Jesus says. Before you loot a house or clean out a house, we must bind the strong man, and then we could take his weapons. And then we could take authority over our house. You see, because we're a house with many rooms, many rooms we grew up in, in different sins and aspects of our life. When we cast out evil spirits, they always say, this is my house in the person that's receiving deliverance. They always say, this is my house. This belongs to me. I've been here a long time, many times they say. And interrogation, sometimes they've been there for generations. But you know what? Jesus came to set the captives free. That's why Friday night is a setting the captives free night. It's for you, and it's for me. It's for me. When we attack sin, we attack Satan's rule over our lives. When we confess our sins, we're getting set free from the power of the enemy that rules us in sin. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all of our sins. But we need to walk in the light, walk in the Holy Spirit, walk in the Word of God. As I encourage anyone listen to me ever that whenever I preach, to read the Bible four times a day with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Set that as a goal in your life. Set an hour a day, if you can, apart from anything. And read the Word of God one hour a day. Within 38 to 40 days, at a 6th grade reading level, you'll read the entire Bible. We must be devoted to the things of God because the world is coming against the Word of God. Pastors are casting off the Word of God. Churches are becoming uh, social gatherings rather than the preaching of the truth of the word of God. Many churches are saying that the Muslims, let's bring the Muslims in, let's, let's try to find common ground. There is one God, so we can agree with one another. Jesus, there's only one way to the Father, and that's through the Son, not through Allah, a Son God, that they converted into their own, Muhammad. Many churches today are, are, are want to be socially correct with the LGBTQ agenda. They're casting off the word of God and saying, oh, that's the, Jesus didn't say that in the word of God because John said that in the word of God. Or Matthew said that in the word of God. Or Isaiah said that in, in, in his book. You know, that's what they said making it of known effect so that whatever they feel like doing, they can do. Married men calling themselves Christians, it's an abomination, the Bible says. Same sex is, is still fornication. And same sex is an abomination. They're sodomites. And what did the Bible do? What did God do? What did God do? He reigned fire and brimstone upon them. Sodom and Gomorrah. It's an example. I didn't mean to go in this direction. 
But we're living in violent times. We're living in perilous times. We're living in the times that were foretold that violence will increase. The love of many will grow cold. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God. When we attack Satan, when we attack sin, when we confess our sin, we're at open war with the enemy. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 10.4. 2 Corinthians 10.4. We need to know the word of God that whoever's being whoever's preaching a message and you're receiving it, you have to know it's your responsibility to know if I'm preaching the truth. If I don't align with the word of God, call in and question me. Don't receive any message without confirming it in the Bible. Because the word of God is living. Hebrews 4:12. The word of God is alive. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of asunder both soul and spirit, marrow and bone. It separates the soul and the spirit. It separates the marrow from the bone. That's deep. And it is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. If we don't have the word of God in us, We'll believe anything that comes along. And people are going to perform mighty signs and wonders. And people are going to follow them and think they're following Christ. But each of us have to have the responsibility to know the word of God, to test the word of God, test the spirit, test the pastor, and the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in tongues, usually... You need to ask your father, as the Bible tells us. If your uh, earthly father knows how to good gifts to their to give good gifts to their children, how much more your heavenly father will give the Holy Spirit to them who ask? And it comes out of the belly, not out of the mind. People try to control it or try to figure it out. It, it it's by spirit. It comes in a word or a sound, and you just utter it and go with the flow. The Holy Spirit is good. He's necessary. He will guide us into all truth, Jesus says. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not going to leave you an orphan. Because Jesus left us, but he left us with the Holy Spirit, which was sent down on Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. Know the word of God. So here we are at 2 Corinthians 10.4. For the weapons of our warfare, the weapons of our warfare. Do you know it, brothers and sisters, we're at war? When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you signed up for an army. Now, most of Christianity don't do spiritual warfare. Satan has put the world of the church to sleep. For the weapons of all warfare are not carnal, they're not physical, they're not fleshly, but they're mighty in, through God to the pulling down of strongholds.
We develop strong, Satan develops strongholds in our lives as we come in agreement with sin that he has ruled in our lives. In areas, you know, the statistics are 70% of the men in churches today are addicted or bound to pornography. That masturbation is acceptable. But why do, why do, why do they feel guilty after they do it? Because Satan knows it's wrong, and then conviction comes on. And 50% of women. And those statistics are old. It may even be worse today. The pornography industry, and it's an industry, it's a billion-dollar industry. Bigger than many companies. On Wall Street. And it's led into all kinds of perversion and acceptable behavior, which are an abomination to God. We're living in a sex-crazed society. Madison Avenue in New York, the advertising industry, has always used sex to sell. And the free sex of the 1960s, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, led into most of us committing sin and accepting premarital sex, which we need to repent for, or extramarital sex, or fornication and other perversions. Because Paul says, for such were some of you. Adulterous, fornicators, homosexual. But you were bought with the price. You were redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Because you overcome the enemy, how? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. And you love not your life unto death. Is that where we're at today? Do we love not our lives unto death? Would we rather be dead than to be caught doing some of these sins that used to keep us bound? Or are we still struggling with sexual immorality, with lying, with stealing, with cursing? Are some of us bound to those areas? Does the enemy have a stronghold into the lust of the eyes? The lust of the flesh and the pride of life. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. But against, see, against principalities. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness. Against rulers of darkness of this age. Against Satan's kingdom. The battle isn't going to be over until we appear, when Jesus appears and we join him in heaven. Should, we, should he tarry longer, some of us will depart earlier. But I'm looking forward to the rapture. I'm looking forward to the trumpet being sounded. And the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up with them in the sky. Back up to 1 Corinthians 6, 9. 
Hallelujah. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? See the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, sex outside of marriage, nor idolaters putting anything above God's will is idolatry. Nor adulterers committing sex outside of your partner in marriage. You will not go to heaven. Nor affectionate, same sex. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind, homosexuals, sodomites. Nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards or alcoholics or drug addicts, nor revilers, critical about everything, nor extortionists taking advantage of people, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. All things are lawful to me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. You get that, brothers and sisters? We will not be brought under the power of anything that Satan has. If we allow ourselves to fall under the power of Satan in some type of sin, we need to repent. We need to ask Jesus Christ to forgive us of our sins sins, and he will cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He is a forgiving God. He removes the sins from us from the east to the west. And he throws them into the sea of forgetfulness. But when we repent, how many times will he forgive us? He will keep forgiving us. But if we keep committing the same sin, we need deliverance because we don't have power over it. Because if it keeps coming back and it's a revolving door, or a carousel, and that horse just keeps coming around. When circumstances arise, we we become numb. Our conscience becomes seared like a hot iron, that it doesn't bother us anymore to watch an R-rated movie where two men are kissing, or watch an R-rated movie where there's premarital sex. When we allow these things into our lives, we're accepting them. And we become complacent, and we allow more and more, and violence, and all the murder, and the killing. I used to love action movies. I loved action movies, spy movies, but there's nothing good out there. And I had to overcome that area in my life. I used to masturbate outside of my marriage. That's, that's adultery. But God forgave me. I repented of it years ago, and I have authority over it. I used to use drugs, illicit drugs, and it used to control me. But I took authority over you of it, repented of it. I used to be angry and hateful, but I took authority over that. Things used to frustrate me, little things, and I'd fly off the handle. But I got authority over that spirit of anger. See, we're not wrestling against flesh and bloods, but we're wrestling against Satan's kingdom, who wants to rule us. 
That's why the kingdom of God is not in word or deed, but it's in power. It's not what you say or what you do, but it's in the power of God overcoming the enemy. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's sanctification. We are not instantly pure before God. It's a process of work where we overcome. We go through trials and tribulations. We go through things in order for God to raise to uh, raise up those areas in our life where we need to be cleansed and get victory over it. We need to cast the mountain into the sea instead of walking around it and keep going around it over and over and over again. Whatever mountain's in your life, you, he says, cast it into the sea. We have authority. For the weapons of all warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty in God. Turn back to that, that scripture in 2 Corinthians 10.4. Turn back to 10.4. I didn't finish there. Ten four. Was it ten four? Second. Oh, so I'm in First Corinthians. I'm sorry. I, I, we flipped from there. Second Corinthians ten four. I was in first. I'm not perfect. None of us are. But one day the perfect one is going to come. And we are going to be like him. We're going to know him as we are known. What a day that'll be when my Jesus we shall see. When I look upon his face and see the glory and his grace. What a day it'll be. Hallelujah. Amen. Ten four. For the weapons of all warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God through the pulling down of strongholds. So we want to pull strongholds down. Casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to obedience of Jesus Christ. Man, that verse, I could preach it all night on that verse. Casting. Do you cast down every thought, every imagination? Do you say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind that thought and I cast it out in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, these things have to be expelled. That's why deliverance is so necessary for every Christian. Gee, many Christians say, oh, Jesus did it all, and here I am, I'm being sanctified. But in the meantime, they're lying, stealing, cursing, cheating, um, committing adultery, committing fornication, committing homosexual sexuality in the churches. Oh, God. God loves me. He's a God of grace. Just change as the Lord changes you. No, we must take the effort. We must take the attack to the enemy. Because nothing's automatic. There's nothing automatic about salvation. Healing and deliverance and sanctification is a process that we've got to pull, apply the, the effort. And the warfare against Satan's kingdom. So we cast down imaginations. And we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So when we, these thoughts and these actions that we commit in this war, the weapons of our war, these are, these are our weapons. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, 
I give you the keys of heaven and earth. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall harm you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Jesus Christ is in us. In this battle we're in. Because the weapons of our warfare, they're not visible or physical. But they're mighty through binding and loosing. It says it right there. Casting down. Casting down. When was the last time you cast down a fantasy imagination? When was the last time you said, I bind that thought in the name of Jesus Christ? Well, it's right here. We've got to, to take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ. Take every thought. We know what obedience is. Do we obey him? Do we obey him? So we're warriors. We're warriors. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. We've got to get violent in our attack against Satan's kingdom. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He's an enemy. If China was at war with America, and they are at, it, to a certain extent at war, it's not physical, but they're stealing our jobs, they've stolen all of our technology, they've stolen everything from the corporations that thought, oh, we'll use China and manufacture our goods there, and China stole all their, tech, all their knowledge. But if we're at war, you've got to fight the war to win. We're at war with Satan. You don't go into a boxing ring to lose. You go into the fight. That's why it says, we do not wrestle, wrestle against flesh and blood. Wrestle is a, 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 tough, a tough match, a tough competition. If you've ever seen wrestlers, it's full body force against the other. Twisting and turning, grabbing and slamming. It's a, a close contact sport. And Paul uses, uses it justifiably. That's how contact we are with the demons. We're wrestling. And you don't step in the ring to lose. You step in the, the ring to fight and win. And we need help. That's why we confess our sins one to another, that we may be forgiven. You see, when we bury our sins, when we hide our sins, when we cover it up and say, nobody knows what I have over here or what I've done. And you can't get control over it, you don't have power over it. You've got to ex expose it. It's just like when you turn on a light. And the cockroaches run or the insects run. When you turn on the light of Jesus Christ, the enemy, all the little critters run. And when you expose the sin and bring it to the light, 
If you can't conquer it, you need to confess it and ask a brother or sister to help you. Pray with me. Become a prayer partner with somebody. But if you hide it and cover it up, if you run to your room and you don't deal with it, you sweep it under the rug and hide, it doesn't go away. God knows. The psalmist says, if I go to the highest mountain, God is there. If I go down to Hades, God is there. God is everywhere and knows everything. He knows the hairs that are on your scalp. Some more than others. Some are losing some as some grow older, but God always knows how many there are. A sparrow doesn't fall to the ground without the knowledge of God. And that's how much he cares about the sparrows. How much more does he care about us and know about us? We're struggling for our needs. To put a roof over our head, food on the table. Pay for our vehicles, our clothes. God knows we need all of these things. But when you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness then all these things will be added to you. You see, putting God first in a devoted, committed, devote life with the word of God. We got to know him. And we know him through his word because the word is living. And any pastor that doesn't preach out of the word of God, run. Run. Because man's philosophy falls short. It'll never get you to heaven. Too many Christians are being led astray and falling into the pit of hell because there are pastors out there that refuse to preach the truth. They want to preach a grace gospel, a nice God gospel. But you know, God is a God of vengeance and he's a God of justice. For judgment must begin in the house of the Lord. And it's beginning. God is raising up Elijah's today. In the New Testament, he says, they says, show us Elijah. He says, Elijah's already, can, already come. But I, and they did to him whatever they wanted to. But I tell you, Elijah is coming. That spirit of Elijah is coming to us today. To men that God, and women that God is raising up to fight the battle. To preach the truth, to tear down strongholds, to cast out demons. Jesus sent the disciples out to cast out demons, heal the sick. He sent the 70 out with the same mandate. They came back rejoicing. Even the demons are obedient to us. Jesus established the gospel, but they put it aside. Oh, that was for then. Hogwash. That was for then. We need it today more than we've ever needed it. We need the Holy Spirit more than we've ever needed it. See, the last days, they will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Love is a pleasure. That's in Second Timothy chapter 3. Love is of themselves. It's a me generation. 
Me, my. Turn to Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. Verse 11. John the Baptist speaking. Chapter 3, verse 11 of Matthew. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Dunamis, fire. We need that fire today. Like Elijah called down the fire from heaven upon the, the sacrifices on Mount Carmel. And they killed 500 prophets of Baal and 450 prophets of Balak or Asherah. 950 men were slaughtered that day. They didn't escape because God came with fire. Later, after Ahab died, his son, in Second Kings chapter 1, turn there. Second oh. Kings chapter 1. Verse 9, the king was Ahab's son, Ahaziah, and Elijah prophesied of his death, and he sent out soldiers. The king said, go arrest that man, because he prophesied against me. Bring him to me. Verse 9, and the king sent to him the captain of fifty. And with the fifty, and he went up to him, and behold, he sat on the top of the hill, and he spoke to him. Thou man of God, the king has said, come down. He ordered him, right? Elijah answered and said to the captain of fifty, if I be a man of God, then let fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty. And there came down fire from heaven and consumed him and the fifty. And it happened again. Another 50 came out. He burned them up. If I be a man of God. And then another 50 came. And then the captain begged him. He says, please don't kill me. He came humbly. Could you come with us? And the Lord spoke to Elijah and he sent him. Anyway, that king ended up dying as Elijah preached. But he called fire from heaven. Fire from heaven. I'm still in Matthew here. I hope you're still here in chapter 3. Verse 2. John the Baptist speaking. He says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare you the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John the Baptist had the spirit of Elijah upon him to prepare the way for Jesus. Today, God is raising up men around the world for this last great revival. 
We're coming full circle to the gospel of God, the gospel of the kingdom of God, the gospel of the kingdom of God. It's time for the church to rise up. It's time for you to rise up. It's time to repent. You know what repentance means? Turn, not only confessing your sin, but repent of your sin, you turn 180 degrees. You turn the opposite direction from your sin and never commit the sin again. And when you're tempted, you bind that thought. When you are tempted, you take authority over that thought. You put it in chains that cannot be broken, iron fetters, I like to say. You bind it up. That's why deliverance is so essential, because there are areas we continue to struggle with that we don't get victory over. Jesus came to set the captives free, to preach deliverance to the poor, recovering of sight to the blind. Turn with me to that quote in Luke chapter 4. Jesus speaking, verse 18, Luke 4.18. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Without the anointing, there is no power. To preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. Although he did it physically, he's meaning spiritually as well. The church is blinded by the power of the enemy. In fact, the Bible tells us that the entire world is swayed by the evil one. Every person on earth is swayed by the uh, Satan's kingdom, by Satan, directly, through his surrogates, through his generals and colonels and captains and sergeants and corporals and soldiers. He, Satan has an army. He didn't create the army. He was a created being. Turn with me to Mark 2. Mark chapter 2. Great gospel. Oh, Mark chapter 1, I mean. Verse 21. Verse 22, I mean. Mark 1, 22. Talking about Jesus, and they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was a man in their synagogue, where? In their church. There was a man there with an unclean spirit, and these were the children of Abraham. This was the church, God's church. This was God's wife, descendants of Abraham, following the law, getting their sins covered by the Passover lamb once a year. They followed the thing, and he was in church. With an unclean spirit, and he cried out. saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you? 
Thou Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know you, who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. Did he jump out? Did it, was, was it over there? That should be the end of it. Jesus said, come out. That's what many Christians think today. Just say it, and they're gone. No, it was a battle. Jesus had to wrestle with him too. And Jesus rebuked him. Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when he, the unclean spirit had torn him, you see, he didn't just come right out. He tore him. He probably screamed, yelled, vomited. Who knows? There was a deliverance service right there. Rolling on the floor, cursing, yelling. Who knows what it goes on. But we've seen enough of them that that's what happens. They don't instantly pop out. And he cried with a loud voice and he came out. And they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they come out. They obey him. Jump down to 32. And at evening, when the sun did set, they brought to him all that were diseased, and them that were possessed with devils or demons... And all the city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many demons. And he wouldn't let the demons speak because they knew him. That's the only reason why he didn't let them speak. But when they do speak and we have a conversation with them, you don't take it to the bank. They're liars anyway. So you have to trust in the Holy Spirit and use discernment. But they do speak. And then jump down to 38. And he said to them, Let us go into the next town, that I may preach there also. For therefore I came forth. And he preached in their synagogues throughout Galilee, casting out demons. You see, that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you haven't been part of it, or you're not a part of a church that does it, Thank God for ministries like Omega Man Radio, like tonight. Thank God for Hegwish Baptist Church with Mike Thea. Thank God for Agape Bible Fellowship with Pastor John. Thank God for my ministry, Bread of Life. In Allentown, Pennsylvania, I have a Zoom line where we have services every Sunday. We do deliverance. Whatever your needs are, we pray. All you've got to do is call me and I'll give you the information. See, the kingdom of God is not in word, not in the preaching or in songs, although they're important and they're good. But it's in the power that's demonstrated because God honors the word, the preaching, through signs and wonders, the Bible says. Why do Christians need deliverance? Because Satan has kept it asleep for 2,000 years. And has kept it out of the church. A Christian cannot have a demon. Well, a demon can have a Christian. He cannot be possessed, totally ruled and reigned. But he can be oppressed. He can be afflicted in areas. And he can rule in areas. And he must be expelled. 
We don't treat them like gentlemen. We treat them violently because they're squatters. They're unwanted guests. But we cast out the spirits that are your enemies. But if you have things that are your friends, if you, you know, don't ask for deliverance. If you like stealing, lying, cheating, committing sin, then you have your fr- your demons, they're your friends. You can have them. We only cast out our enemies. And you've got to declare them to be your enemies to get set free. Let's pray. Father, your word is yes and amen. Your word is true. You are faithful and just. You visit the sins of the fathers to the third and fourth generation, which is just. So we've inherited things from generations before. We've been in a world, a godless world, filled with sin. And we've participated in much of that sin. So tonight, forgive us of our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions, Lord. Forgive us of the sins that so easily beset us. Forgive us for a proud look, lust of the eye, and lust of the flesh. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, whoever you've brought here tonight will get set free. If there's anybody here, Lord God, in the queue, prepare us for the victory. For the kingdom of God is at hand when we repent. And you meet us where we, where we are, Father. We thank you for your word. I thank you for using me, Lord God. And I worship you and glorify you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. Powerful message tonight. If you're just joining us, we're live with evangelist Victor Mravlak. And we're going to take a song break, come back in about five minutes. If you need prayer, you need deliverance, this is your opportunity to be set free tonight. Why keep your demons another day when Jesus Christ already made a way for you and I to be free by the power of his name and his shed blood on Calvary? Deliverance is the children's bread. First up should be every Christian out there coming to get some freedom. We're all carrying things in our bloodline, if we want to be honest. Not hard to do. Just look at how many ancestors we have on both sides of the family. Very quickly, you got two grandparents, four great-grandparents. Just keep multiplying. Somebody could have done something three or four generations ago that's got you shackled right now. God visits the iniquities of the fathers to the third or fourth generation of those that hate him. There are some, some sins like illegitimate birth conceiving a child outside of marriage brings a curse to the bastard that runs 10 generations it's about 400 years as I calculate there's something in everybody's bloodline and sin lies at the door his desire is to rule over us if we open the door to the enemy he will come in that's why the word of God warns us give no place to the enemy there's no place for him to occupy we wouldn't be warned not to give him a place Some people are holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness tonight. And God will not hear your prayers if we do not forgive. Jesus said, if you do not forgive, neither will my Father in heaven forgive you. There's a whole host of ways demons can come in. And once they get in, 
they don't leave willingly. And most time, they don't just stay there by themselves. They bring others in. They build a stronghold. Next thing you know, you've got a whole pack of devils riding your back, tormenting, harassing, driving you. Some people can't sleep because of demonic torment. Some people are bound up with fear tonight. You need to call in and let's cast it out in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ came to set the captives free. No shame in saying you need help. The only shame is that people don't receive the free gift of salvation and the deliverance that can come through the Lord Jesus Christ and call in. It's the children's bread. And you know, Brother Victor, I'll pray for anybody that needs help. We prayed for many that were not Christians here in Indonesia. They needed help. I wasn't going to turn them away. And we said, we're going to pray for you. Stand in the gap and go after these evil spirits that are tormenting you. And we're going to do it in the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And then we go on and tell them, if you want to stay free, you need to ask Jesus Christ to come in your heart. Look at the gathering demoniac. He didn't have the gospel preached before he was delivered. Jesus confronted the legion head on, cast those demons out. And then he was clothed in his right mind. He wanted to follow Jesus. Some people never be able to follow Jesus until they get the demons cast out. Praise God. And then the onus is on you to go all in for Jesus. Because if you don't, you may clean that house. The demons will come back. They'll find it garnished and swept. The Bible says they'll go find seven worse than itself and come back. And the end state of that man will be worse than the beginning. So we cannot be lukewarm. We must go all in for Jesus. And it says, you resist the devil, he will flee. You can be free and stay free if you want to. Call in tonight. The phone number is 515-602-9734. Call in right now. Get in the queue. 515-602-9734. And once you're in the queue, just hit option one. We'll come back after this break. Does that sound good, brother? Just uh, Sounds good. Stay connected. Here we go. Coffee break, bathroom break, here we go. I'm going to crank up the song. Here we go.
I see the queue lighting up, so we're going to go right to the phone lines and get to as many as we can. Uh, Brother Victor, welcome back. You ready to take your first call? Absolutely, man. Folks, don't let anything stop you from calling you tonight. You don't need to give out your full name. It'd be nice to have a first or middle name so we have something to call you by, but uh, don't let that stop you. And whatever you need tonight, deliverance, healing, you got another prayer request, call in. We'd like to talk to you. Okay, we're going to go first to 256. 256, welcome aboard. You're on with Brother Victor. How are you doing? Hey, Brother Shannon. Hey there, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Welcome. Hey, Shannon. This is Sadell. Hey, Brother Sadell. I was looking for your call. Great. My friend, welcome aboard tonight. How are hey. you doing? So, Brother hey, I'm Sedell. here with my wife and uh, actually all yes. four children. Fantastic. Now, Brother Sedell, um, I want you to give us an update uh, for Brother Victor, and then we're going to pray tonight. What's going on with your family right now? All right. So our youngest boy, uh, Zekiel, uh, was hit with a big seizure on Friday. Um, it's uh, called the complex febrile seizure. Uh, my other two boys also, uh, Gabriel and Uriel, same age, too. Or both diagnosed at the same time, same age, with the same type of seizures. Basically, uh, when they have fevers, uh, they are susceptible, and, or usually do, go into uh, a febrile seizure that doesn't stop on its own, where usually they end up hospitalized and pumped full of all kinds of medications that just totally inebriate them and just basically decimate them for days on end. And making them dependent on medicine. Yeah, also it makes them dependent on the seizure medication. Like, for instance, right now they're all on uh, the same seizure medication. And while it helps prevent them from having seizures, they get dependent on the medicine quickly to whereas if they miss a dose uh, one day, it can cause them to have a withdrawal seizure. So we're also fighting that. Uh, On top of that, uh, my oldest two boys... Gabriel and Uriel were diagnosed with autism that we're also battling. We've been in prayer over. Um, the Lord is just showing us different doorways to close, things to play about, uh, teaching us how to bind and loose. You know, we've been really learning a lot these last couple of years, and we're standing in faith that these boys are going to be healed, and God's going to get the glory, and it's all for the Lord's glory in the end. Gabriel is one. Gabriel is our oldest, and he's the one that definitely gets it the hardest with the grandma seizures. He he should have been a vegetable when he was younger, but the grace of God protected him. Um, and he, he we have more obstacles to go through with him. He has like the dead thumb spirit when he he's nonverbal. He's talking a little bit, but you know he's not 
he's seven and he's not where communication should be with a seven-year-old, which is fine. We still love him and we're still working with him and we're still praying over him. And, you know, I'm just glad that we have healthy kids that are, like, here today. Now, Gabriel is seven. How old is the second boy, Uriel? Five. Uriel five. Okay, so Gabriel seven. And Zechiel. Uriel five and Zechiel uh, is ten will months. Be... Yeah, ten months. Okay, now I know mm-hmm. only because you and I have been talking on email, Brother Sadali, but for Brother Victor's benefit, ten-month-old um, Zechiel was just in the hospital, and um, what happened? He began to have seizures, and you had to take him to the emergency room. Correct. Uh, he was put on the same medication my older two boys are put on. And an additional one, actually, on top of that, because his seizures were actually a little more aggressive than my other two boys when they first started having them. God have mercy. And so they had him on all kinds of medications, and you said he was basically acting like a zombie. He couldn't move or, or do anything at that time. Is that right? Correct, man. He couldn't, he, he couldn't stand, crawl. He couldn't look at you. He couldn't focus on you. He was just a mess. How's he doing right yeah, now? That's him right there. He, he, yeah, I was going to say, he's sitting right next to us right now. He's playing in his high chair, and he's, like, fully back to normal. Now, <laughs> Brother Victor is going to probably have some questions, and we're going to pray. But let me ask you one myself. Um, apart from you and your wife and your children, is there anybody on either side of the family that has suffered from seizures before that you know of them? None. Okay. Now here's another thing. What about your uh, 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 Sadali? What is your um, What is your wife's first name, ma'am? What is your name? Ashley. Ashley. Okay. Hey, uh, thank you for calling in, Ashley, and giving us some information. Sadali and Ashley, um, I know you said that you've been looking at um, any potential open doors that the enemy might have for an attack. Uh, have either of you ever been involved with um, any form of the occult? So I haven't. I mean, before I was saved, I was into all kinds of, like, heavy metal, uh, like satanic metal and all that stuff. Okay. But after I've gotten saved, I have repented of all that and walked away from all that, and the Lord showed me the wickedness of that. Okay. And... I renounced all that, and he really, it, it, it took a while, honestly, to clean me up from it, and it's still a battle, obviously, the spirit's still, you know, tent for the same, you know, door to be open, but as far as that cult, that's that's as far as I've gone. Now, how about your, uh, your parents or uh, any uh, close relatives? Anybody involved in the occult? Hi. My hey, name Ashley. is Ashley again. Hi. Um, so... With our families, um, I'll let Fidel go back and he can explain with his family. With my past, though, it, it, um, there's a lot more to my past, things that I'm not proud of. I've repented from it. We, we even, when we were first going through it, I even thought I was the cause of this for many different reasons. Um, I grew up with no dad figure so I figured out stuff on my own I went into the club life I got myself out of it 
Um, actually, no, I didn't get myself out of it. The good Lord got me out of it, and he watched over me and allowed me to go through my trials and errors. But when my dad died, um, that was the final, you know, I, I did something that was not smart. Um, I went to a psychic where they put smoke on me. Um, I don't remember the whole ritual type thing. And I, I was against it because she wanted money for it, and I didn't want to do it, but she still did it type thing. Um, again, this was before, like, I like I was saved a couple of times, but the before I came up with Sadell type thing, um, we met through my dad who passed away, and um, I was, you know, spiraling out of control, and I was just looking for guidance wherever I could find it. And I wanted up there for some reason. Um, again, I, um, I, I got saved right afterwards. Um, we did conceive um, before marriage, but we did, you know, tie the knot. We were in the process of tying the knot. And with Gabriel, sorry, with, with our oldest. Now, actually, and um, again, I was. When you went to this lady, what did she do? She gave you some kind of special bath. What did you say? Soap. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, smoke. S- oh, smoke. K-E. Okay. Like in. Sure. And oil, and I think an oil. I'm not sure. It was like seven, eight years ago. Was she? Um, was she involved in Santeria? I would say I don't know her background. Um, I, w- I would. She was a psychic. Okay. Um, I would say you know she was very demonic because I didn't tell her about Sadell. I was actually with another person before, I, and I was just talking to Sadell. He wasn't my boyfriend at the time. What did she tell and you? And she's like, "Oh, your boyfriend." I was like, "No, he's white." No, I'm talking about the other man. I'm like. I didn't tell you about no other man. Like, what are you talking about? He's not my boyfriend. And that's why I think that she was, she was very in tune with the eye or in tune with something because I never told her, I never gave her any indication that about Sidel. Um, I actually kept Sidel very private because I was trying to figure out which way I needed to go. And I'm asking only uh, so we know if there's any open doors still need to be closed. Um, I believe that you have been both have been looking for anything that uh, has been done in the past and have been repenting of that sin. So, God bless you for that. And um, we want to make sure some of these doors are closed. Um, may or may not have had an effect on the children. Either way, they need a miracle healing of God. And with God, all things are possible. Uh, Brother Victor, welcome aboard. Meet Sadali and Ashley. Hi, Sadali and Ashley. Yeah, right away when when. When it's, you know, all three of you boys have this, it's uh, obviously a curse, generational. How it got in, we're o- you both had open doors. Um, you need you need deeper del- deliverance individually on a personal basis to do the renunciation and to, to close the, the, those doors. Um, uh, uh, Doing you both at the same time, praying for you both at the same time, we could we could do that too. But I think it's it's going to take time. 
right away I, I i saw generational so you don't you don't know what your ancestors have done even though you were you were you went to a psychic and your husband uh, who had a uh, heavy metal satanic music was in that you open doors definitely open doors and how to get out of it we can pray we can bind and loose and we can attack um but somebody's got to watch the kids that's for sure so that's we'd have a, to do you individually i would think pray for absolutely. you absolutely um, this is not a quick fix, but we're going to stand in the gap tonight, and uh, I say, let's get started on this tonight. What do y'all say? You want to do do some prayer? Amen. And uh, yes, sir. Sadali, you're you the priest of the household, so the enemy will c- come in through you first. I think we ought to pray with you first. What do you say, Ashley? Yeah, I agree. Okay. And uh, God loves your boys, but the devil does not. Amen. And the enemy is looking to kill, steal, and destroy all of us. And he's going to try to do that during Halloween coming up. Again, before we pray, I just want to give a warning out there, folks, if you're tuning in. Do not let your kids participate in Halloween. Coming up in a few weeks, it's idolatry. can bring a curse on your family and invite demonic attack. And uh, you were mentioning movies, Brother Victor. I looked at the movie listing here in Bali. Just about all of them are occultic. A plethora of demonic movies, giving glory to the devil and and showing ministry weak. And we know that's o- opening doors to whoever watches them opens doors to Satan's kingdom. Absolutely. You know, they they think it's innocent and it's uh, it's fun, it's enjoyable, but really, we're dealing with a spiritual world, and all of that is demonic. And uh, anybody participating in it, you know, you you get backlash. We've all and the got enemy, a, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. You said so it. So let's break the grounds. Let's break, let's break the grounds. Absolutely. So Dell, repeat after me. Yes, sir. Okay. I don't know if you've done renunciation before, but just repeat after me. Father, I confess to you. Father, repeat. I confess to you. Okay. That in the past... That in the past, through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness, through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness, I have come in contact with certain occult things. I've come in contact with certain occult things. I recognize this as sin. I recognize this as sin. And confess it as sin. And confess it as sin. And I ask forgiveness in Jesus' name. And I ask forgiveness in Jesus' name. I confess as sin. I confess as sin. And renounce all contact. And renounce all contact. Which I have had with the following occult things. Which I have had with the following occult things. Now, go through your mind as the Holy Spirit brings those thoughts to your mind. Ask God to forgive you. Each and every every occurrence, if there's different concerts, different shows, different people. Yes, sir, the concerts are a big one. Those are coming to mind right now. Yep, confess them, because they're all different. You, You picked up a load of demons all along the way. Oh, yes, sir. Lord, I confess all of these shows 
Hate Eternal is the biggest one coming to mind of a, of a satanic band I used to listen to called Hate Eternal. That's the biggest one coming to mind. Uh, I'm getting that. Eric Rutan, he's the leader of a band, is actually a satanic priest, and he actually put curses on his followers. I renounce that wicked band and all wicked bands I listened to in the past, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I confess, all of those shows I've been to, especially the one featuring Hate Eternal, were all sin and evil and wicked. And I renounce those in Jesus' name. I walk away from them forever in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I also renounce and confess as sin. I also renounce and confess as sin. Any oaths which I may have made. Any oaths which I have made. To false gods. To false gods. And any idolatry which I was involved. Any idolatry in which I was involved. Saying, I'm Satan, I'm closing the doors which I or my ancestors have opened. Satan, I'm closing the doors which I or my ancestors have opened. To you and your demons. To you and your demons. And I renounce Satan and all his demons. I renounce Satan and all his demons. And they declare them to be my enemies. And I declare them to be my enemies. And I want them out of my life completely. And I want them out of my life completely. In Jesus Christ's name. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So I'll I'll do deliverance on you. Yes, sir. Receiving deliverance, you just agree with what I'm saying as I'm attacking the enemy, as the Holy Spirit leads us. You don't use your vocal cords. Use your inner voice to attack with me and agree with me as we command them out. And um, I'll be talking to the spirits, not to you, whatever the Holy Spirit reveals to set you free. So, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind a strong man over Sadell, myself, over Ashley, over everybody listening, over the airways, I bind all transference of spirits over Shannon. Lord God, I break every curse, hex, vex, spell, incantation, jinx coming from witches, warlock, wizards, satanists, luciferians, and we've broken up any legal contact, Lord God, so we attack Satan's strongholds in Jesus Christ's name. Set him free. And to set him free in Jesus Christ's name. Loose. Loose Adele right now in Jesus Christ's name, Satan. Loose him. We've broken the ground. We've broken the curses. Loose him. Let him go. Out in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose him. Loose Adele and let him go. Out, 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 out in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose him out. Loose him. Loose him. Every foul, unclean spirit. All the curses that came in through movies, through premarital sex, everything, out in Jesus Christ's name. He's confessed his sin. He is Jesus is just and faithful to forgive Sadell of all his sins. Now you have to set him free. The legal ground is broken. Let him go. Out of his mind, will, and emotions, out of his bloodstream, out of his children's bloodstream, out in Jesus Christ's name. We break ungodly soul ties, all curses back. A thousand years, 
ten generations, out in Jesus Christ's name. All occult witchcraft, all Santeria voodoo, out in Jesus Christ's name. Shamans, witch doctors, medicine men, anything in his family bloodline, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out, out, out in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose him, take a deep breath, Zadel, but then blow him out. Blow him out. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. Out of his mind, will, and emotions. Come on. Out of We break every generational curse right now. Every generational curse. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. All inherited curses upon his children right now. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose him, let him go. Loose him, let him go. Loose him, let him go. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose my brother. Whom the Lord sets free is free and redeemed. So let him go. Take a deep breath again. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus' name. Loose him. Loose him. Loose him. All rebellion. Rebellion from childhood. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Disobedient to parents, out in Jesus Christ's name. All anger spirits, out in Jesus Christ's name. All fear of wrath, out in Jesus Christ's name. Anger and wrath, out. Failing God, out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose him, let him go. Loose him, let him go. Loose him, let him go. Right now, in Jesus Christ's name. Out, everything. Out in Jesus Christ's name. All rebellion. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. All rebellion. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose him. Loose Adele right now in Jesus Christ's name. Loose him. Let him go. Loose him. Let him go. Keep moving. Out. Cough him out. Spit him out. Whatever it happens. Yawn him out. 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 Out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Get a trash bag if you Jesus- need it. Yeah, get a bag, a trash bag if you've got to spit in it or get a napkin, paper towels. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose Sadel. Loose him. Loose him. Let him go. All that rebellion. Cursing. Cursing when he was young and in the world. All cursing spirits. Every curse. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood of Jesus Christ's name. Out. Out. Out in the name of Jesus Christ. Out. Out. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. All rebellion. All rejection spirits. All rejection. Rejection from the womb. Out in Jesus' name. Take a breath. Blow them out. The blood of Jesus Christ's name. And I hope other people that are listening is receiving and did the renunciations as well and get this freedom as well over the airways. Out, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose them. Loose them. Loose them. Loose them. All destruction spirits. Destruction of the family line. Right now, I break that curse of destruction of his sons out right now in Jesus Christ's name. I break that spirit right now in Jesus Christ's name. All destruction of health. 
destruction of the nervous system, destruction of the mind, all seizures, out in Jesus Christ's name, I come against every seizure, every curse, passed down, out in Jesus Christ's name, the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you, Satan, loose and let him go, loose and let him go, right now in Jesus Christ's name, out in Jesus' name, come on. All the way out, all the way out, all the way out in Jesus' name. Good, Shannon. Do you want to take over? Yes, sure. Sadali, say, I renounce Eric Rutan. I renounce Eric Rutan. I renounce Hate Eternal. I renounce Hate Eternal. Also, Cannibal Corpse. Also, Cannibal Corpse. I break every soul tie with these bands in the name of Jesus. Repeat that. I break every small tie with these bands in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command every demon that came inside of me to leave me and my family now. Command every demon that came inside of me to leave me and my family now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay, just breathe. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I agree with Brother Victor. We bind your strong man. We bind every demonic spirit inside of you. And we command these spirits to keep coming out. Manifest and come out of him right now. We're talking to you, demon. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come up and out of him right now. Let's go. Familiar spirit of Eric Rutan, come out in Jesus' name. Every curse that was spoken over you or every ritual that was performed of you through one of these bands, we cancel right now in the name of Jesus. Close the door, command the demon to come out. Let's go move. Come out of him. Spirit of Eric Rutan, come out in Jesus' name. Cough it out, brother. Let's go. Cannibal corpse. Come out of there right now. All death metal spirits, manifest and go in Jesus' name. We rebuke you. Demon, we're attacking you from our position of authority seated with the Lord Jesus Christ, the highest of the heavenlies. High above all death metal spirits. Now you must submit to the name of Jesus Christ. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose them. Come out. Father God, loose angels right now to pull swords. Go in and surround these demons, angels, and begin to stab them and push them up and out of Eric in Jesus' name. And up about a Sadali, rather. Come out of Sadali in Jesus' name. Move. Loose him. Let's go. Move. Every spirit that was transferred into you through the ear gate and eye gate, come out in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, all anger, rage, rebellion, which is as a sin of witchcraft, you come out too in Jesus' name. Witchcraft. Manifest it. Come out. In Jesus' name. Loose him. We rebuke you, Satan. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Every demon that got in through the occult door we bind you and rebuke you command you to manifest in Jesus name I'm not talking to Sadali I'm talking to you demon who are you who's the strong man in Sadali come up right now we bind you to our authority seated with the Lord Jesus Christ the highest of the heavenlies who are you demon you want to destroy Sadali don't you you want to take out Ashley you want to take out the kids we rebuke you in Jesus name Sadali has renounced you. You must come out. What's your name? The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, demon. How long have you been in him? Be weakened by the blood of Jesus, demon. Angels of God, keep attacking these spirits. Father God, loose civil war on these demons. Let the demons attack one another and attack the strong man. Strong man, attack the demons and throw them out in Jesus' name. Come out of him right now. Every spirit that came out of death metal... Spirit of death, we break your power off this family. Loose 
and come out of everyone in Jesus' name. Let's go. Move. Sadali, as we're praying, is anything moving in your body or talking to your mind right now? Uh, no, earlier when uh, Brother Victor was, for sure, uh, once he um, started calling out that spirit of wrath, which I knew I had, I've been battling that one for a while. I've been, I've been praying deliverance over myself, but once he attacked that one, that's that's the one that came up and out. I felt that one when you big said time in the gut. Wrath, are you meaning, uh, do you have short temper sometime and get angry real quick? Yep. Hot head. Now let me ask you something else. Um, uh, was was the relationship between you or, or your mother, your father impaired? Was there any problem between either of them and you? So, um, after I got saved, so, um, real quick rewinding, uh, me and my, uh, me and my, my mom and dad divorced uh, right uh, as they were having me. I'm not sure the exact date, but I know they were divorced while my mom was still pregnant with me. Um, I had anger growing up, you know, because my mom raised us and my father wasn't in the picture. Um, but the Holy Spirit, a few years ago, uh, led me to uh, fully forgive him. And actually, the, it, the Holy Spirit had me call him, actually, and tell him because I, I, you know, I forgave him in my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Lord, I forgave him. I don't like holding that animosity. And the Holy Spirit's like, no, call him and tell him that you forgive him. So the Holy Spirit literally led me to call him and tell him with my mouth, with my voice from the heart that I forgive him for abandoning me and my family when we were children and I for heard, not being uh, there. I heard the Lord say and, to me, ask him about his father. So that's where the open door came through your dad spirit of abandonment, anger, rage. Is that about the time you started listening to the death metal? Uh, right around uh, 15 years old, I want to say, is where I started going from about uh, like rap music to about punk music. It was a really quick transaction because I, I used to listen to rap, you know, as a, as a youngster. You know, I grew up in, you know, more of a ghetto. And I was I was the kind of, uh, kind of the um, outcast of, of the ghetto because I was the only kid that listened to rock and roll and, and it, it pretty much progressed from about the age of 13 to uh, about 15 I went from rap to death metal it was a really fast progression I and like what you said you said a quick yep, transaction you got the music and you got the demons in a quick transaction is your dad still alive yes sir uh, have you called and asked him to forgive you for anything you've done to hurt him So no, I have not actually done that. Um, when I when I called and told him that I forgive him, he said in return that he forgives us, he forgives me as well. And I was kind of confused. I'm like, well, what did what did we do? You know, what do we do to you? You know, and then right. in turn, the Holy Spirit kind of got me and was like, well, you know, just by asking that question, you have a little bit of anger still that you have to break and renounce towards him because it'll be used against you. So he abandoned you. In the future. That's not your fault what happened. But you make the overture, and sometimes people will never apologize for what they did. I pray that he would. He would man up and and uh, repent and, and ask you to forgive him. But even if he doesn't, you go and just make sure that there's nothing in between you and him. And many times that will heap coals on someone's head, and that will bring a spirit of conviction to them. So... I would challenge you to do that. 
But let's do this right now for this prayer. Just say, Father God, in Jesus' name, I forgive my dad. Father God, in Jesus' name, I forgive my dad. For abandoning me and my family. For abandoning me and my family. Not being there when I needed them. Not being there when I needed them. Rejecting me. Rejecting me. Has he rejected your kids also? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, I want you to release your dad. What he did is unconscionable, but we will pray for him too. Father God, we ask that you part your goodness, mercy, and grace in Sadali's father and do whatever it takes, Lord, and bring him to his road to Damascus experience. Pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace in him, leading to salvation in Jesus' name. We bind his spirit, demonic spirits as well, in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, Sadali. Uh, you forgive your dead. You give it over to Jesus. Many of us have uh, suffered rejection yes, like that. And it doesn't mean that what they did was right to us, but we still have to forgive them. When we forgive them, uh, we're released, yes. and God can work on them. And uh, don't give up on your dead. Keep praying. But that's the doorway that led to the rock music, the uh, death metal, anger, rage, rejection, hatred. And there's still some spirits there that cause you at times to uh, have a short temper and then uh, how do you play out your wrath do you throw things do you hit things scream shout what happens uh i so <laughs> yeah the lord's really been working on because i've been i've been just really the more i see the family getting being attacked i'm just real i was really and just communing with the lord i'm like okay look hey lord what is going on you're like okay and it's like he's pointing out the biggest, the biggest hold that you know I had was, was anger. It was always anger, anger, anger. No matter what you know uh, phases I may, I may have gone through, uh, you know, lust, envy, you know, depression or sadness, it always circle right back really quickly to anger. And I've been really praying on that one, like, okay, Lord, help me with this anger. I break, I break it in Jesus' name. I break. It. And He's really been like kind of had His hand on me, calming me down. Well, we're gonna hit that again. And, but let me ask you this: Have you been angry at God? Have you cursed Him at all? through all this that you went through with the kids or uh, what you've suffered yourself? Have there been times where you've gotten angry at God? If so, you need to ask him to forgive you right now. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, there's times of frustration where I cry out, cry out to him and it's like, Lord, why are you letting it happen to these children? Get up and get up your throne and do something. I need help. And the Holy Spirit will calm me down and bring me back in my right mind. But I guess I never actually sat back and asked God to forgive me of that. He's listening right now. I need to ask him. Where two or three are gathered, Jesus is in the midst. Go ahead and apologize to Jesus for any time you may have offended him. Go ahead, in your own words. Lord Jesus Christ, I apologize for offending you, for speaking out against you, letting anger and frustration and sadness for the condition of my children get the best of me and get me out of my grace. I ask, Lord, you continue to strengthen me to be your vessel and your instrument, Lord, in this earth, not only for my family, but for those around us as well. And again, Lord, I just ask your forgiveness for all the animosity I had towards you with not only just the events of my children but the events of my own childhood and the situations I've gone through in this life where I blame you I ask you for your forgiveness Lord in Jesus name Amen praise God brother God bless you for doing that I've been angry at times and I had to repent too 
We're going to hit that again. Brother Victor, you want to go after those anger and wrath again? Sure. Father, we attack all wrath in Jesus Christ's name. All anger, frustration, bitterness, resentment, out in Jesus Christ's name. We command you to loose my brother let him go. He doesn't want you. He wants to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Loose them, let them go. All those anger spirits, all those rejection spirits, rejection from the womb, all the anger spirits that came out between the mother and father fighting as he was pregnant in the womb, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose them, let them go. Growing up without a dad, out in Jesus Christ's name. Loose Sadell in Jesus Christ's name. Loose them. Loose them. All the anger that came in through the music, the violence that came in through the music, out in Jesus Christ's name. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Every curse that he listened to, every song that had a curse, every backmasting that they put upon the songs that he listened to, out in Jesus Christ's name. The Bible says when we practice with the occult, we're cursed, our children are cursed, our grandchildren are cursed, and our great-grandchildren are cursed to the fourth generation. Lord, we cut that curse off right now in Jesus Christ's name. Loose, my brother, out in Jesus Christ's name. All anger, all the nest of anger, loose and let him go. Deep-rooted anger, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Fear of being alone, out in Jesus Christ's name. Fear of being alone, out, out, out. Fear of being rejected, out in Jesus Christ's name. Fear of anger, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out, out, all the way out. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose him. Loose him, let him go. Loose my brother, let him go. Come out. Loose him, let him go. I agree. Keep going. Let's go. We bind you, you spirit of anger, rage, angry man. Come out in Jesus' name. All rebellion, hatred of the Father, rejection from men, come out in Jesus' name. Manifest and come up right now. We're talking to you, wrath. We command you to surface in Jesus Christ's name. He's renounced you. He's forgiven his dead and asked the Lord to forgive him. You don't have a right to stay to your demon. Come out. I want you to take a deep golf, Sadali, and let it go. Let's go. Move. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Anger. Rage. Rejection. Rebellion. Witchcraft. Come out. Take a cough, brother. Let it go. Move. In Jesus Christ's name. Let's go. We bind you. We bind you. You having a hard time, demon? You like living in Sadali, don't you? You got to come out now. Let's go, demon. Look at the Lord Jesus Christ. He's right there where two or three are gathered in his midst. He's standing right there with Sadali and Ashley and the boys. Look at him. In the mighty name of Jesus, angels of God, knock this demon on its knees. Make it look into the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Let's go, demon. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come out. Let's go. Manifest and go. You cannot stay. Repeat after me. I'm coming out of Sadali. Let's go, demon. You're going to come out. Now you go to where Jesus is sending you. Loose him. Let's go. Move. Move. Cough it out, brother. Take a deep cough. Let it go. Eject it. In the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. All the way. 
leave the house. You won't transfer into any of the children or the wife. Come out in Jesus' name. All deep wounded hurt, bitterness, unforgiveness, all rejection, come out at the root in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Be healed and come out in Jesus' name of Sadali. And don't come back. Father God, point your finger at anything you want out of him tonight in Jesus' name. Sister Ashley, are you there with us? One second, Shannon. Uh, I went in the other room. Okay. Uh, while you guys were delivering me, I know I definitely felt that. I mean, that that one. Yep, I felt that one. Brother, this that is one, just round that one. That one. <laughs> this is just an introduction to deliverance. Yes, we're going to marinate some demons tonight. Oh yes, they're going to be ready to come out very soon. <laughs> I think we should take a hit at um, these spirits that have attacked Ashley. What do you say, Brother Victor? Amen. I agree. Yes, absolutely. And folks, freedom too. One moment. Let me go. If you're tuning in out there tonight, she'll be in here. And one you moment. can be free just Amen. tuning in. If you come in agreement that if there's something inside of you that doesn't belong, you want it out. And as we're ministering to the callers, if God brings something to your mind that maybe you need to repent of, do it. Satan has legal rights, but we, when we we repent and ask the Lord to forgive us. We renounce Satan. He has to come out in Jesus' name. He can't stay. But repentance is the key. Unconfessed sin empowers these demons to stay in and keep attacking. We're live with evangelist Victor Ravleg, if you're just joining us. How are you doing on time, Brother Victor? I'm good. Okay. Sister Ashley, how are you doing? Hi, I'm here. Would you like some prayer tonight? Uh, yes, sir. Let's um, do it. Now, whatever do you... will like, get our kids. Praise the Lord. Do you have a, a scarf, a hoodie, a hat, or a towel you can put over your hair? Now, your hair as a woman of God is your glory. And when you pray or prophesy, the Apostle Paul says you are to cover your hair, which represents power on I your head. know that. Oh, yes. Only when you pray and prophesy do you need to do it. A, so you put a scarf. A baby blanket. That'll be fine. A baby blanket's fine. Yes, ma'am. Anything to cover your glory. Your hair is your glory. And the covering over the hair represents power on your head. And what it means is you're submitting to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're letting the enemy know and the angels that look down on mankind that you're coming under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to him. And that will give you protection and power at the same time for ministry. And we find it it breaks strongholds in deliverance. It makes deliverance a lot easier. Okay, so you ready to go? Yes, sir. And then um, when you're done, I just found a baby blanket. You can take it off once I'm we're done praying. To the now. Okay. Repeat after me. Say, I renounce Satan and all of his evil works. I renounce Satan and all his works. And I confess Jesus Christ is my Lord. I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Take it over, Brother Victor. I confess that you in the past. I, I confess within the past. Through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness. I'm so sorry, what? 
through ignorance, curiosity, or willfulness. The ignorance, curiousness, and willfulness. I have come in contact. I've come in contact. With certain occult things. With certain occult things. I recognize this as sin. I recognize this as sin. And confess it as sin. And confess it as sin. And I ask forgiveness in Jesus' name. I ask for forgiveness in Jesus' name. Specifically? Specifically. I confess as sin. I confess as sin. And renounce all contacts. I renounce all contacts. Which I have had with the following occult things. That I've had with the following occult now, just ask God to forgive you of seeking a psychic or anything else in your life. Tarot cards, Ouija boards, uh, movies, occult movies, anything you participated in, as the Holy Spirit reveals. Knowing and unknowing. Renouncing. I ask for your forgiveness. Spying, cheating, stealing, uh, anything, uh, Lord, just I ask. Forgive me, and I'll pursue this. And Lord, I continue to ask for forgiveness for my my past sins. Like clubs and witchcraft areas. Be curious of them. Lord, help help me get through this, and have a strong will family for you, Lord, and let us be for you. I ask forgiveness for uh, not being properly married. I ask for all my blessings. I'm getting a little bit of static here. Uh, Brother Victor, I want you to stand by just a second. I'm going to drop you and bring you right back, okay? Hold on. Okay, uh, Ashley, you still with me? Yes, sir. Okay, hang on just a second. Let's get Brother Victor back. Right now, we just plead the blood of Jesus over you, Ashley. We bind your strong man. We bind every demonic force coming against you. And we command any spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ wants out of you to manifest and come up right now. I just want you to breathe, Ashley. Come on, let's go. Every tormenting force. Come out in Jesus Christ's name. Father God, you've heard the confession. We renounce all sins of going to a psychic, necromancy, divination, going to the devil instead of going to you for our future. She has repented of that. Forgive the sin. We close the door right now. Break that curse, Ashley, off you right now. And we command the familiar spirit that was being channeled to that medium to come out right now. We break the soul tie between you and the medium. And we break every word curse that was spoken over you. All rituals performed against you, we break that curse. Come out in Jesus' name. Now take a deep cough, let it go. All witchcraft, come out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lucifer. All witchcraft spirits, come out. Spirit of death that was transferred to you. Come out. 
in Jesus' name. Looser at the root right now. All spirits that came in through that transaction, come out in Jesus' name. Let's go move, demon. We bind you in Jesus' name. We put your notice. We're attacking you from our position of authority, seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. You must come out. At the name of Jesus, you must bow your knee and come out of Ashley. Looser. What's your name, demon? Come up to the top of the service right now. Who's the strong man in there that's been tormenting her? What's your name? I'm not talking to Ashley. I'm talking to you. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I bind you to my authority, seated with the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. What is your name? What are you doing in there, demon? You want to destroy her? You want to destroy the whole family? You demons have come in to many of us through doors we've opened up, haven't you? You're going to come out of there. She doesn't want you. Let's go move. Let's go. We break that curse of witchcraft. Come out, in Jesus' name. All medium spirits, come out. All occult contact. We close the door. We break that curse and command every spirit that came in. Come out, in Jesus' name. Looser. Let's go. We lift that curse off you and your children, off the family line, in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ became a curse on the tree for Ashley. And Sadali, come out in Jesus' name. Let's go move. Spirit of death, come out of there in Jesus' name. Witchcraft, rebellion. Let's go move in Jesus Christ's name. Ashley, say, I break every contract with Satan that I made. I break every contact chain that I've ever made or dealt with or attached to myself unknowingly, knowingly, I break all these chains, I break any contract, Lord, it's not valid it wasn't with you, you're my lawyer you can find the cause, Lord to help me, help my family that's all I ask say in Jesus' name in Jesus' name say I come out of agreement with what that witch spoke over me I come out of agreement I'm sorry I come out of agreement. Come out. Of agreement. I come out of this agreement. With that witch. Of agreement. With that witch. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay. Brother Victor, welcome back. We've got Ashley. And uh, back over to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we bind every unclean spirit, every foul spirit, back ten generations on both sides of her family, on both sides of Ashley's family. We cast all occult spirits out in Jesus Christ's name right now. Satanism, sorcery, out. Loose Ashley, let him go. Witchcraft control. Voodoo, out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Out in the name of Jesus. Lucer, let her go. Lucer, Ashley, let him go. Right now, in Jesus' name. Lucer. Lucer, the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Lucer, my sister. Out. Out. Enchantments. Signs of the zodiac. Palm reading. Tea leaves. Out. Spells. Fetishes. Out. Hypnosis. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Theons. Medium. Levitator. Spiritualism. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Loose our sister. All that occult involvement out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. 
the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you out in Jesus Christ's name out I take authority over you from my position in third heaven high above Satan high above his kingdom out in Jesus Christ's name all forms of music rock music rap out all forms of music out in Jesus Christ's name come on disco out in Jesus Christ's name out the blood the blood out of Ashley she doesn't want you she wants to be set free we break the curses to the on her, on her three sons out in Jesus Christ's name out in Jesus Christ's name any bloodline curses out in Jesus Christ's name the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you come on loose my sister come on all fear all fear of the enemy all fear of Satan out in Jesus Christ's name grief sorrow out anguish desperation loose Ashley out in Jesus Christ's name suicide shattered hopes 90 seconds out in Jesus Christ's name curse Keep of going. death out in Jesus Christ's name out in Jesus Christ's name all rejection spirits out right now in the name of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you looser in the name of Jesus Christ Ashley wants to be set free take a deep breath Ashley and blow him out out in Jesus name out in Jesus Christ's name every foul unclean spirit that has left itself seconds. through past sins through generational curses out in Jesus Christ's name whom the Lord sets free is free indeed how are you feeling Ashley I'm, I'm with you pastor keep coming out every unclean spirit we're talking to you we bind you and rebuke you in Jesus name come out Take a cough, Ashley. Let's go. All rejection from men, come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. All deep wounded hurt, all guilt, shame, and condemnation, inferiority, come out in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath. Let it go, sister. There may be some people you need to forgive that have hurt you really bad. Maybe some men in your life. Is there anybody you need to forgive tonight, Ashley? Ten seconds. Take your time. I want you to think about anybody who has hurt you, your mom, dad, relationships, a sister, anybody. Is there somebody that's coming to mind tonight that you are still hanging on to some hurt? You still with me, Ashley? Uh-oh. You still with me, Brother Victor? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm with you. Blog talk dropped me. Now, that's strange. I'm supposed to have another hour even after it, it stops. Okay. Hold on a second. Something happened with blog talk. It's okay. I got their number. All right. Hold on a minute, folks. Brother Victor, while I'm getting them back on, you want to give out your contact information, by the way? Yes. You can contact me through my cell phone, through text. My phone number is 610-972-3423. Send me a text. We'll hook up, uh, make an appointment to pray or to communicate. And uh, you can contact me there and I can give you... Oh, hang on. Mornings. But my phone number is 610-972-3423. It's the best way to contact me. Okay, and I'll give that out again before we close. 
Bear with me a minute. Let's get uh, them back on. I got the number, thank God. I got to look into why it dropped us. Okay. Folks, we're live with Evangelist Victim Rableg. Uh, Ashley, I have you back? Yes, sir. Okay, that was a problem. Now we're in. I'm sorry. Now, here's my question. Do you have somebody who's hurt you? I'm thinking there's a man in your past. Was it your father? A relationship? Could have been a sister, too. Oh, Anybody oh. that's hurt you that maybe you're holding on to unforgiveness tonight? Um, recently, I got into a really bad argument with, argument with a friend in past life. Um, when I became saved, I, I, I legit forgave. Fidel taught me how to really forgive somebody. Okay. Um, I never knew what forgiveness was until Fidel showed me what forgiveness was. Okay. Just say this. Say, Lord Jesus, I forgive everyone who's hurt me. Lord Jesus, I forgive those who have hurt me. And if they're alive, I ask you to bless and save them in Jesus' name. If they're alive, I ask that you bless and save them right now. Okay. Uh, also say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for having sex outside of marriage. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for having sex without, out of marriage. And conceiving children outside of wedlock. Conceived a child out of wedlock. Say, Lord, I'm asking that you would break any curse. Lord, I ask that you break any curse. That me or my husband have brought on our family. That me or my husband have brought upon this family. Through any sins we've committed. Through any sins that we have made committed. And I claim the blood of Jesus right now. I claim the blood of Jesus right now. To lift these curses in Jesus' name. To lift these curses in Jesus' name. Okay. We're going to hit it again. Let's go. Come out. All spirits of bitterness and unforgiveness, come out in Jesus' name. All deep wounded hurt. All spirits of rebellion and witchcraft, come out right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go. Every spirit that the Lord Jesus wants out of you right now manifest and come up and out right now let's go what's your name demon I'm not talking to Ashley we're talking to you who are you demon how did you get in the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you you're going to come out right now I'm getting some more static brother Victor can you still hear me Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Are you on Wi-Fi, Brother Victor? No, I'm on my computer. You're on Ethernet, right? With the yeah, cable? yeah. Well, okay. I'm not directly into the line. Yeah, I'm Wi-Fi. Okay, next time we'll put the Ethernet in. I think that'll solve that problem. But that's good. You can still hear me. Let's go. Keep coming out in Jesus' name. Brother Victor, is the Lord showing you anything for Sister Ashley? Rejection. Rejection from the womb. Rejection in childhood. Take it away. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Rejection of father, rejection of mother, out in the name of Jesus Christ. Take a deep breath and blow them out, Ashley. Spirits come out in breaths, coughs, yawns, gagging, vomit, different ways. But they always come out in breaths. They're spirits. You would, you need to will them out with us. As we say these spirits, say it, say it inside and keep your vocal cords open for the enemy to breathe out. That's how you do deliverance. So loose or let her go. Loose my sister. Loose or let her go. 
Loose and let it go. All the hurt and pain. Come on. All hurt and pain from rejection. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Broken heart. Sorrowful heart. Out in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus Christ rebukes you. Looser. Looser. All these attitudes that attacks Ashley. Out in Jesus Christ's name. All those attitudes, behaviors from the world. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in Jesus' name. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Out in Jesus Christ's name. Rejection from men. Rejection from women. All rejection spirits. Come on. Up, up, and out. Up, up, and out. All rejection. Come on, Lusa, let it go. Lusa, let it go. How are you feeling, Ashley? Is anything happening? No. No? Okay. That's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. You were going to say something? It's blank. Um, I'm going to blank. I know there's something in me. I just, oh. I, I am even asking the Lord to tell me who's in, who's in me. I know someone's in me. I don't know who, though. Listen, you, you're going to have the victory because you all made the overture tonight to call in. Oh, yes, yeah, something's happening. Every prayer works. We're going to bind some of these demons up and marinate them. And then I want you all to call in next week. We're going to pray again. But before we go, we're going to pray for your children too. Uh, Brother Victor, do you want to marinate these demons in Sedalia and Ashley? Yes. Okay. Father, we bind every spirit we've named tonight, Lord God, that are that's operating or may operate in Sedalia and Ashley in Jesus Christ's name. We marinate them in the barrel of the blood of the Lamb, Lord God, in Jesus Christ's name. Lord God, that we bind them with chains that can help not be broken iron fetters that they cannot torment harass or afflict anymore Lord God until we expel them completely out of their lives Lord God and I pray you prepare the soil as my brother and sister grow in the Lord Lord God and seek your face turn from their ways and turn to your ways then you will heal their land and heal their family Lord God but you said if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray Give them warfare prayers, Father, and uh, set their hearts upon the things above and not the things of this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Ashley, I believe you and Sadali love Jesus, and you're doing your best. And let me tell you something. God delivers bit by bit. He will deliver your family, and I believe he will use you as a couple to go out there and minister and help others because you have a great testimony. Um, we're going to go ahead and pray for your children, and we want you and Sadali to come in agreement for their healing. Is that okay? Yes. Um, I, I could add one more. We have a total of four kids. Yes. Um, my daughter, Lorelai, she's going to be three in October. Um, the good Lord. And am I supposed to keep the, the scarf on my head as we pray over our children? Yes. Just when you pray and prophesy, and when you're done, you can take it off. That's no problem. And uh, we do this because of the angels that look down. And uh, most of the church will All not... fallen angels. Absolutely. Very good point, Brother Victor. The fallen angels, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they look down and they see rebellion in the church. People that throw this verse out will not do it. But th- for those that will, believe me, there's going to be a difference in your life. Because you're letting them know you're coming under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's power on your head. So we're going to pray right now. Uh, Brother Victor, uh, the children are Ezekiel, Gabriel, 
and Uriel. And what's your daughter's name? Lorelai. Lorelai. Okay, and it's the three boys that have been having the epileptic seizures and are on medication. Back to you, Brother Victor. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the authority you have given us through your word, in Mark sixteen seventeen, these signs will follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out demons, speak with new tongues, drink poisons that will not harm them, tread on serpents, and lay hands upon the sick, Father. You know what's tormenting these three young boys in this family, Father. So we break every curse, hex, vex, spell, incantation, jinx back ten generations, Lord God. Any bloodline curse, Lord God, we break it in the name of Jesus Christ. We anoint each child with the balm of Gilead, Lord God, Ezekiel, Uriel, and Gabriel, and Worli. In Jesus Christ's name, bless this family, Lord God. Hedge them up with your angels, Lord God. The balm of Gilead, Lord God, that removes all the sin, Lord God. Back ten generations, Father. Just bless them, Lord God. Lord, you are God. There is no other. You are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we think or ask. We break all chemical dependence, Lord God all the medications that they're on, Father. Lord God, and reveal to my brother, sister, brother and sister, Lord God, when it's time to remove them from it. Lord God, to wean them off of it, Father, according to your word, Lord God, and your faith, Lord God. Raise our faith to the miracle-working level, Lord God, in Jesus Christ's name, Lord God. And Lord, help our unbelief, Lord God. If there's any area in our lives where there's unbelief, we pray you help our unbelief turn it to belief that we have the faith of a mustard seed. We could tell this mountain to be gone and cast into the ocean, and it shall go. Father, so we lift up these three boys, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. I agree. I'll pass it to you. We stand in the gap right now for these children, also any children tuning in out there of people. Father God, in mind too, if we've committed any sins, God, that have opened up a door to an attack on our family. Forgive these sins. We stand in the gap with Sadali and Ashley and others out there tonight. God, we remit the sins that we've committed and our ancestors have that have brought curses that have caused you to visit the iniquities of the fathers onto the third and fourth generation of those that hate you. Forgive these sins, God. We remit them again. He whose sins remitted are remitted unto them. We close the door to these demons. We break the curse claiming Galatians 3.13 Jesus Christ became a curse on the tree and we command every demon that came in to go right now we close the door to them and we ask God you loose healing right now on Ezekiel, Gabriel, Uriel any others out there, my children in the mighty name of Jesus Christ right now we speak to them and say be healed and made whole in Jesus name we rebuke fibril seizures we rebuke the spirit of death and destruction. We command it to loose him and go. You cannot stay. We speak to them and say, be healed and made whole. Seizures, go. Grand mall seizure, go in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind you. Bind every demonic force causing this and command it to go right now. We break that curse and lift it off them. In Jesus Christ's name, God, loose healing to their minds and bodies right now. In the mighty name of Jesus right now. We cover all of us in the blood of Jesus. 
Lord Jesus. Ashley, let me say something to you. Uh, I I was reminded, uh, as as Brother Victor was praying, we have a friend named Joseph Jasinski. He's in deliverance up in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And he said he had two sons. And they were not doing well at all in school. In fact, they were very far behind. And this this will work for anybody. uh, Whatever level of retardation that may be. And what he did is he began to put hands on them every day before they go to school and say, in the name of Jesus, I loosen to them the spirits of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in Jesus' name. It wasn't long that they went from being behind to their A-plus students. And I, I remember that because I've got three kids myself, and I've been doing that too. And uh, we renew our mind mm-hmm. through the hearing of God's Word. So there's not anything too hard for God. We believe all three I'm children not- are going to have a full recovery. But here's what you do. Uh, you and Sadali, every day, put your hands on their heads and say, in the name of Jesus, I loose wisdom, knowledge, and understanding into them and say, be healed and restore in Jesus' name. And watch what happens. You keep doing it. And then also, uh, take Brother Victor's prescription to heart. Get in there and read the Bible with them. And read to the children. If they can read, let them read. I don't know if they can read or not. But you read to them, and we renew our mind through the hearing of God's Word. God can renew their mind and their spirit. Not anything too hard for Him. And... um, Give us a call again, and we'll pray again with you. I want to thank you for calling in. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Brother Shannon. The last thing I wanted to thank say you. to you, have you given your children the vaccinations? No. Oh, no. Okay. Very good. Stay away from those. That can only make matters worse. Okay, very good. God bless you both. Victory's coming for you. Don't God bless you all, both. God bless you guys, man. Thank you. We needed this. Just say thank you, Amen. Jesus. Yeah. And thank you for the knowledge of the, the head garment and teaching me to uh, pray better. And I appreciate y'all. We'll definitely tune in Friday. I'm going to send you a little teaching on that that came from Derek Prince. Look for an email. God bless y'all. We're live with Evangelist Victor Mravlik. Victor, we had two more calls and they got knocked off. We can have them call next week or I can patch one in. How are you doing for time? I'm on your time. Yeah, we could do one more. Okay, let me see if I can get them on the line here. See if they're there. Okay, we're going to try right now. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to dial in. Okay, let's see. I had the number here. Let's see. Uh, yes, let's try this one here. 316 number. Okay, here we go. You know, sin is a quick transaction. We open the door to the enemy, and we get demons real quick. Yes. Folks don't open the door. That's, that's the wages of sin. Hello, 316. Did you call into the program earlier for prayer? Um, not for prayer, just to, to join in. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I okay. saw you in the queue, and um, Blog Talk dropped me, so I managed to scrubble your number down before we dropped the call. Do you need any prayer tonight? Well, um, tomorrow's my 73rd birthday, and I could always use a blessing. <laughs> well, happy <laughs> Let me birthday. tell you what I do. Go ahead. Thank you. I drive, I drive foster kids for a living. It's my trans, I'm a transporter. So 
So I could always use uh, just an extra an extra strength because I, I say I get paid for it, but actually my job is to pray for the kids quietly. But <laughs> Fantastic. What's your uh, first name? My name's Margaret. Margaret. Brother Vic, do you want to pray for Margaret? Sure. Father, we just thank you for Margaret tuning in tonight to your program, Lord God. With a desperate, get delivered. In Jesus' name, Lord God, we lift her up. Happy birthday, and I'm sure God is saying happy birthday as well. To bless you. We lose wisdom, knowledge, might, and understanding into your life. Power, authority, fear of the Lord, spirit of the Lord. In Jesus Christ's name. I pray you hedge her up for her transportation, Father. Lord God, and give her all the skills she needs. In Jesus Christ's name. Bless the road before her. In Jesus Christ's name, that she will be the head and not the tail, Lord God, in all areas of our life, Lord God. And you know her needs before she even asks. But we ask that we our joy may be made full in you, Lord God, that you will always provide for all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. I agree. Father God, bless her. Surround her with your warrior angels. Bless the children that she goes with, God. Give her many more years and victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Thank hey, you. Hey, happy birthday, Margaret. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you. God bless okay. you. Thank you. I'm on. Oh, I lost her. Uh, Brother Victor, I want to thank you for coming on that. That was a powerful message. And, um, you know, the Lord had us working on a family tonight, folks. Sadali and Ashley and the, tree, three, the four children. Um, and, you know, Brother Victor, the church is in such a mess out there. But all hope is not lost. There are still people that love Jesus and are living for the Lord in holiness. And so, you know, when we think all hope is lost, no, God had 7,000 reserved in the cave when Elijah thought he was the last man. So That's right. I don't want to come across as uh, God doesn't have his saints out there that love him or doing his work. Of course they are. And there are churches of God out there. Oh, absolutely. Um, that love Jesus and are where you can find great fellowship and teaching. I'm sorry about the interruption. But I did want to say just one thing in closing. Um, you know, I know the head covering is very controversial. Excuse me. But you know what? I looked it up. The Bible says it. Ladies, when you pray or prophesy, cover your hair. And uh, yep. if it was simply your hair and it said only do it when you pray and prophesy, how, how could you remove your hair? And have long hair one minute and short hair one the other minute. No, it's you should have long hair. That's your glory. If you cut your hair, you're cutting your glory, as Derek Prince said. But it's more than your hair. It's the that's your glory. The power on your head is that covering. And a man's head should not be covered. Now, only when you pray and prophesy does it indicate you got to do that. What's the big deal, people? What's the big deal? Why can't we just obey the Lord and what he says? If we would just do what the Lord said, things would be a lot easier on us. We wouldn't be the shape we're in this country. But everybody wants to buck the system, and you can do it if you want to. But I'm here to tell you, I have seen where obeying the Lord will bring freedom. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And what it's showing the evil spirits that are looking in on men is, hey, we're coming under the protection and the headship of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Christ is the head of the church, so man is the head of the woman. You should cover your glory when you pray or prophesy. That represents power on your head. It is a symbol to the demonic kingdom uh, whose side you're on. And uh, you'll find it a lot easier in deliverance when we do what the Lord has called for. I've seen demons that wouldn't come out until the head covering went on. And I've also That's prayed true. for men, Victor, that had their head covered. And there was like a blockage. I said, are you wearing a ball cap? Well, yeah, I am, in fact. I take it off. And we prayed, and the demon came out. Hey, I don't uh-huh. understand all the dynamics of it, but it's like this. If it's in the Word of God, um, how can you go wrong obeying the Word of God? God didn't ask us to understand everything, but there's a great five-minute video by Derek Prince, and he's sitting there with his wife uh, who has uh, power on her head, and uh, it's one of the greatest explanations I've ever seen. I'll put it up on my Facebook. And so, uh, you know, it's just not... Uh, taught anymore sadly I don't see it it was strange to my wife I've had to get on her case too I said mom I call her mom I said uh, you need to cover your head when you pray and prophesy when you're done you can take it off we need every advantage we can get folks the church is in a mess when are we going to wake up and just start obeying what God told us to do it would make it a lot easier on us all but if we want to keep bucking the system and fighting and think we can do it our own way, go for it. See how far you get. Um, Many people's prayers are hindered because they're in disobedience and dereliction to the Word of God. And I, for one, I'm tired of uh, paying a high price for a lot of low living. I want to know what the Word says, and I want to do it. God help me to do a better job at it, and that's all I'm going to say on it. We'll still pray for anybody, irregardless of whether you want to uh, do what Paul commands over there in, in the Scripture. But if you want to fight it, you know, it's between you and the Lord. I'm not going to fight the Word of God, not anymore. Brother Victor? Well, Paul also said if there's contention involved, he has no such law. But for spiritual warfare, it is imperative. But if you, you want to fight it, you know, you don't get the full blessings that God wants to give you. There we go. That's a Full great warfare. Point. Absolutely. Again, uh, this is something to be excited about. Your hair is Amen. your glory. Don't cut your glory off. And the covering is power on your head. Who doesn't want an extra portion of power, especially as you're going up against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places? They're taking people out in body bags, and we want to bicker with Paul. Paul wrote most of the New Testament. If you don't agree with Paul, I don't know how much Bible you're going to have left. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God is is good for doctrine and for correction, and I'm going to stick with the Word of God. Uh, I, I don't know anybody who's ever went wrong going to what the Word of God says. Amen? Let the Word of God be true. Every man a liar. Hey, I've talked enough. Brother Victor, give out your contact information again. Okay, you can contact me at 610-972-3423. Very simple. Send me a text, and I'll uh, get back to you. If you can't text, just give me a call, and we'll uh, follow up with a meeting. But 610 972 Three four two three, and God bless you, and have a good day. And one final word, I'll tack on. Where there are people that fight the head covering, Jezebel is not far away. I'm here to tell you. I uh, prayed for a guy one time. He had thirteen spirits of Jezebel, brother Victor. Thirteen spirits of Jezebel. We only got one of them out. They can be in men too. And it came because he was submitting to a female pastor. That was his pastor, a lady. And uh, that's out of order, too. 
God has a place for the women of God in the church. They can preach the gospel. They can win souls. They can prophesy. They can cast out devils. They can lay hands on the sick and they recover. But God had not called them to shoulder the burden of being a church. Show me one female pastor in the church of God mentioned in the Bible. Now, they can pastor right. their husbands. But show me, prove me wrong. There we are. Uh, my brother, we love and appreciate you. Thank you for coming on this show. It's controversial to some, but let the chips fall where they may. Let the, wait a minute. How do you say that? We speak the truth. Let, let the, the chips, chips fall where they may. Let me pray for you. Father God, bless Brother Victor and Sister Peggy and their family and their grandkids. God, pour out a mighty blessing on them that they cannot contain. Thank you for the man of God and the word being brought forth tonight. God, bless them mightily. Put a hedge of protection, wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around them, around all of us. And we bind up and rebuke every spirit of backlash, retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, or delay. Come against any of us tonight for being here. God bless Brother Victor mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank Brother you. Victor, God bless you and your family too. Thank you. And let your sons Love know you. when they would like to preach, the microphone is theirs. Amen. Okay, brother. God bless. God bless. Okay, I'm sorry we were not able to take more calls. Blog Talk dumped the board tonight. That's the first time in 13 years. I guess they finally got around to fixing the software because I knew that even after the uh, warning the comes that uh, the switchboard is closed down, that you had another hour. You could still use it to pray for people that were on the switchboard. But for some reason, it dumped me tonight. Have they fixed the glitch? I might have to buy three hours of time instead of just the two hours. That would give us an extra two hours after an hour message. Well, I want to thank Sadali and Ashley for calling in tonight. Folks, there's no shame to say you got some issues. We all got issues. Curses? I've had my share that I brought on myself or that came down on the family through sins of the ancestors. I, I've said many times the Lord spoke to me audibly in my dream. I didn't see his similitude. But I heard the voice of God. You and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. God is not necessarily a God of many words. He'll get right to the point. He told me everything I needed in that sentence. You and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. Period. Sometimes God will just give a word. I remember my grandmother. A general in the faith. She'd be praying, having her devotions with the Lord, reading her Bible, and praying, meditating on Scripture, and the Lord would speak to her, sometimes give her one word. And I'm like, what's that about? And he would have her do a word study of that word. And he would begin to show her something, piece by piece. Every word of God is precious. Amen. So I am thankful that we have his word today. In the English language, it's the King James Bible. I've been in the church 52 years, of my 53 years, that I can remember. And uh, King James has never, has never failed me. It's God's word in the English language. It's not compromised like the modern versions from Ward and Westcott that were corrupted. You cannot go wrong. Now, you may not understand some of the the text, but it was written so a sixth grader could read it. That just means we're a product of poor education. We might have to read it over and over again, study it, 
to show yourself approved. Get a dictionary. Look up a word. And I'm here to tell you, as you begin to do what Brother Victor said and read the word, even with every meal and then before bedtime, what a paradigm shift can occur. Talk about something earth-shattering. You say, I've been in the church, just been kind of status quo. Nothing exciting going on. Are you in the Word? Am I in the Word? We're not, are we? Go figure. The Word of God is His supernatural book for mankind. As one person said, basic instruction before leaving earth. Folks, we've got everything contained in that we need. To find Jesus, to finish the race, to overcome, to be set free, to renew our minds. There may be someone out there that is schizophrenic tonight. And if they were truthful, they say, I'm insane. You might be. I might be. But we can renew our mind through the hearing of God's word. Nothing too hard for God to do. He's healed epilepsy before. He can do it again. He's delivered others. He can deliver you and I. He can renew your mind and take you from zero to hero. From an F grade to an A plus. Believe me that the word of God is true. Let every man be a liar. Whose word are we going to believe? Whose report are we going to believe? The word of God? Are we going to walk by faith or walk by sight? I'm going to go with the Lord Jesus Christ. Anything else is insanity. Because nothing else is going to work. But God's way. That's my micro sermon. Hope you've enjoyed the programs this week. I've got a lot of archives to put up there for you. Plenty of content to keep you busy. If you want to listen to more stuff that we've put out all free, go to OmegaManRadio.com. We're going to gear up and begin to get the Demon Hotline on five nights a week. Next Friday again with Victor Mravlak. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in tonight. And for those that came on and listened live, God bless you. For the speakers, thank you. God bless you. And for those who support this network, God richly bless you. Give you great fruit. And you can support us by praying for us, by sharing a program with somebody so we can get the word out. That is a great help. You could post one link to a show, and who knows what may happen. It could lead to someone's salvation or someone being saved from suicide. They get over here and they get some prayer. Uh, Who knows? Do what you can. Plant a seed out there. On your Facebook page or social media, another waters that God gives increased. If you want to financially support this work, Several ways to do that on my website. We've got PayPal, Zelly, GoFundMe, Crypto. We've got a mailing address. We check about every six weeks. And I want to thank you for what you can do to help us. God richly bless you. These programs will continue to be free until the Lord comes back and our job will be done. And I uh, hope you enjoy the Henry Groover. Also, the Lost Tapes, never before released 14 episodes from the road trips of Henry Groover. And all Hank Groover's stuff is up now. And uh, we'll be getting a fresh report when he's back from Japan very soon in Okinawa. I think he's going to Okinawa possibly too. 
Love you all. God bless you. My website again, best viewed from a computer. They don't really work great looking at it from a smartphone because it's a big web page. Go to omegamanradio.com. Maybe in the future I'll get just a special page just for phones. You can email me from there. You can support the program, get the archives. We'll see you back Monday, God willing, at 9 a.m. Eastern, every day the word. And then we go into guest, and then they have the evening hotline. So thank you. Love you all. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. God bless you.